Good morning or good evening or good afternoon, depending on where you are. It's morning for me here in sunny South Florida. It is not morning over there in the Holy Land where my good friend Roy Scheinfeld is. He is a co-founder and CEO of Breeze Technology, okay, which is the, they've produced many things, most notably the Breeze Wallet which is one of the first lightning wallets that there were by my math, from my memory. And Breeze has been around for five years. Roy is an absolute titan and legend of lightning and one of the smartest people ever that are building with lightning and the future for where this is going. And he's forecasting it with all of these fun products uh, and services that he's cranking out with Breeze. So what we're hoping to do today and make up for lost time because we did thankfully invest in Breeze twice now. Uh, both of those investments were through our Node One fund. We were not able to offer a syndicate to our uh, amazing network of backers who participate in funding the next generation of market-defining Bitcoin companies, but we were lucky enough to invest in Breeze. And we did not do a video in chat. And as much as I would like to just hang out today and talk about getting lost in the jungles of El Salvador or ride, riding rides at Universal Studios for private parties, we're going to resist all of those fun memories. And we're going to do a, a nice non-technical dive into Breeze technology. Welcome, Roy. And how are you today? I'm great, Mike. Thank you so much for the warm introduction. And I think that, that I think uh, you'll be definitely missing the fraud, definitely missing our story on getting lost in the El Salvador jungle. That's for sure. Are you sure this was on TripAdvisor? And yeah, it's a privilege to be here with the app, like the, the my most, the uh, you're the favorite, my favorite person in the Lightning ecosystem. So thank you. He wanted to say his favorite investor, but he had to <laughs> hold back the tongue because <laughs> it's okay sometimes for your favorite investor to be your smallest one. All right, cool. So let's dive right in and let's go ahead and just chat first off about Breeze. All right. So for everyone who doesn't know, first off, first off, Breeze Tech, Breeze underscore tech, you should give them, give them a follow here on Twitter. And then my man, Roy, the real king only. That's right. And he has a great medium, medium page that is not up here. He's very popular. He produces great articles, long articles of his opinions. He just had one on ordinals that came out not too long ago. And for everyone who uses this awful website, there he is here. So be sure to uh, <laughs> connect with him there. Okay, so first off, let's talk about the humble beginnings of why you decided to start this company to start, which was really a phone wallet. That was the mobile wallet was the flagship product. So why did you decide to do this? Yeah. So to answer why uh, we decided to start Breeze, you actually need to start off with the why Bitcoin. 
so I'm a Bitcoiner since uh, 2013, uh, and I've been following Bitcoin uh, since then. Uh, and in, in 2018, the beginning of 2018, I decided to dedicate my full time to work on Bitcoin. Yet our goal, our mission was to help uh, Bitcoin do this transformation from a store of value to a medium of exchange. I don't know, Mike, if you recall the early days of, of uh, 2018, uh, the narrative was very strong about people should use Bitcoin just as a store of value. Uh, Bitcoin shouldn't be used as a currency. People should huddle forever. And I didn't like this narrative. Uh, I think Bitcoin should be used as a currency. I think Bitcoin should be used as a medium of exchange. And I wanted to do whatever I could uh, together with my two uh, co-founders. We wanted to help realize uh, Satoshi's vision of peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash. I think uh, that in order for Bitcoin to, uh, to, to maximize uh, its potential, we need Bitcoin to be used as a currency as well. And I think a good medium of exchange will lead to a better store of value, a better store of value would lead to a better medium of exchange. So we wanted to help Bitcoin do this transformation and with the emergence of uh, lightning uh, in the early days of uh, 2018, we saw an opportunity finally, we had a, a technical, a viable technical way on executing on that uh, vision of Satoshi. Uh, what we uh, wanted to do uh, initially is to help non-tech savvy users not uh, to use uh, Lightning in a non-custodial fashion. And that's why we created the Breeze app. Uh, by the way, I, I don't use the term wallet. Uh, I think I, I'm giving up on that uh, battle, but uh, I think wallet is a technical term. So, so I, I like to use the term app. So we created the Lightning app uh, that allows you to send and receive Lightning uh, payments in a non-custodial fashion. Uh, and obfuscate all the complexities of the Lightning implementation from the end users. Uh, so we created this notion of an LSP, a Lightning Service Providers, that uh, plugs the use users to the network similarly to the way ISPs plug the users to the internet. So very similarly, if you have a, a, a router, at your home and you have just plugged the cord of the router to a socket at your home and you're magically connected to the internet. We wanted to bring the same notion uh, to the lightning uh, world and we created this entity we call an LSP, uh, lightning service providers that magically uh, provides an end users uh, with all the infrastructure they need in order to interact with the lightning network. Uh, so Breeze is a mobile-first uh, initiative. We wanted to onboard the normies. Uh, so we thought mobile, that the right vehicle uh, to go about it. Uh, we took a light LND, uh, the Lightning implementation from Lightning Labs, and we, uh, and we brought it to mobile devices. We created this notion uh, of an uh, LSD. Uh, we worked a lot on the infrastructure level to implement features like uh, on the fly channel creation and, and zero confirmation channels and uh, zero channel reserve. I don't want to get too technical, but we try to make uh, the user interface as seamless as possible for 
regular users to use non-custodial lightning. Uh, and I think uh, we did a, a decent job uh, creating this second generation wallet uh, uh, like uh, Breeze and Phoenix. Uh, we brought it to market and they became uh, popular solutions. And, and we demonstrated that you can scale lightning in a non-custodial fashion and bring it to, and, and, and users uh, can adopt lightning in a non-custodial manner. That was our goal and that's why we created Breeze. Okay, you said a lot there. Uh, you went a little fast, but let's just, let's talk about, and I love what you said. I, I like removing the word wallet. You're 100% right on that, okay? They're all apps. And apps are the key to adoption, which is something hey. that Roy has been championing for a long time, is that apps are the key to adoption. So let I just want to bring everyone up to speed or just chat a little bit about the Breeze wallet. Now, the Breeze wallet has come, it's advanced miles, miles and miles from the very early days. So if you have a memory of a Breeze wallet from many years ago, you may want to download it again and give it a shot. There were all sorts of challenges that you had, things like updating the graph. And it was there were a lot of challenges because it's a non-custodial wallet. And those are some of the trade-offs. But I don't feel like the Breeze wallet really gets the credit that it deserves. There were a lot of things there that were first and people don't really necessarily realize or maybe they take for granted now. Like first off, the podcasting. The podcasting is huge. Now, of course, there's Fountain. There's other businesses that revolve around this and value for value, but there was no value for value back then. Not only that, but there's a very clever and very simple point of sale that would be very useful. You could put some of your most sold items in there. We're not talking about a huge back end with inventory management and everything else, but it certainly works and is very easy for any shop owner, merchant to just have that on their iPad or phone and easily train their staff on accepting payments. Okay, that's in the Breeze uh, app by default. Okay, and then there's a nice little list of some Lightning or Bitcoin services that you may or may not be familiar with that Roy has put in there. A lot of cool things that you may find out about. Maybe you never heard of LNCal and you want to check that out. Maybe you don't know about Azteco, which the Breeze wallet actually scans and redeems both on-chain and lightning Azteco vouchers, which not every wallet does, okay? So I really like that as well. So the Breeze app has come so far, and it, don't hold back here, but how difficult is it to be profitable as a, for lack of a better word, mobile wallet? It, it, it has to be a challenge. I just wanna hear from you personally on how tough it is actually is yeah so just before i answer this question i'll be a politician for a second before i answer this question i want to comment on the, the history that you gave on the breeze f and you talked about credit and like we're being the one of the first solutions to support the podcasting 2.0 etc you're right but i don't care about credit what we actually use the breeze app as a sandbox uh, we use the Breeze app as a sandbox to do two uh, 
One, one is to improve the non-custodial lacking infrastructure for uh, mobile users. Uh, so all the concepts that I uh, talked about, uh, creating channels on the fly or uh, supporting a zero transformation channel or a lot of the technical, uh, introducing LSPs, all the technical concepts that we brought to market, uh, we use the Breeze app as our uh, testing ground, uh, as a sandbox for uh, piloting these uh, new UX uh, concepts. Uh, but we also, as you rightfully mentioned, we also use the bridge of the sandbox to see if there's value for a peer-to-peer -peer economy. So the experiences that we've pushed into the Breeze app, uh, like the point of sale solution that allows merchant to accept uh, lighting payments without a need for a bank account or the podcast uh, player uh, uh, that allowed us, uh, allowed users to stream sats to their favorite content creators. These are all uh, experiments uh, that we brought to market in order to check and to validate if there's value in, uh, in lightning, in if there's value in peer-to-peer -peer economy. And we, we've learned a lot uh, by, bringing and by bringing this solution to market and interacting with the market and, and to test these uh, experiences. We'll talk about the bridges decay later, maybe, but the, 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 our focus on the bridges decay and, and my understanding that, that the key to a Bitcoin adoption is by integrating Lightning into new and existing apps come from these experiments. Because whenever we've done something on the technical infrastructure, it didn't move the needle at all in terms of user adoption. But whenever we added a new interface to the Breeze app, a new experience to the Bruja, uh, whether it was the apps, the marketplace, or whether it was the a point of sale solution, or whether it was the uh, the podcast player, uh, we grew uh, in the number of users, the number of transactions, and the throughput that the application uh, processed. Uh, so I have no doubt right now that applications are the key to 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 lightning adoption. Users, generally speaking, people don't care about Bitcoin Like people don't care about lightning. Uh, like it's sad and they don't care about the, the sovereignty or all the, not your keys, not your Bitcoin, all the concepts that we're discussing in the Twitter Bitcoin uh, echo chamber. They care about experience and they care about value. And what I think that peer-to-peer, peer-to-peer uh, -peer transactions bring value to end users. And we were able to demonstrate that with the podcast player, and we were able to demonstrate that with our point of sale solution. Uh, now, after this great uh, intro, I want to answer your question about uh, uh, being a profitable and uh, generating revenue from a wallet. Luckily enough, and I think we were blessed uh, in, in a sense that Lightning uh, encompasses a business model. Lightning encompasses, like Bitcoin, by the way, like the first, like the uh, like the chain, like the, like layer one, there's an inherent business model that is built into lightning and into a uh, layer two. And the business model is called lightning fees. Uh, so Breeze, by providing an LST service, uh, by connecting users to the lightning network, uh, we charge a lightning fee whenever there's a lightning transaction that is being processed through our LST service. That means that the business model is very straightforward. The more lightning transaction 
the more lightning transactions you process, the more profitable you are. We were able to uh, get into a, a point right now uh, that where we are doing something around uh, 200, 250K uh, of transactions a month. And, uh, and, and the average uh, fee that we charge is 0.1%. So you can do, you can run, you don't know uh, how many Bitcoins uh, we process, but we, we process quite a lot. And you can infer the revenue that we generate from the Breeze app by, by, by applying these metrics. Uh, so no, we're not profitable. Our goal, but we are generating revenue. Our goal is to augment that. Our goal is to augment the usage of Lightning and to get to a, a several order of magnitudes, uh, at least two order of magnitudes more than we were uh, uh, doing right now. Uh, and I believe the key uh, to achieve that is by uh, going out of the Bitcoin Lightning ecosystem and start Start, starting to compete in the, in, in the larger market, I would say a bad word now in the crypto market and to try and attract mainstream crypto users and mainstream users, uh, mainstream mobile users, uh, by allowing developers to integrate lightning into their own applications. Okay. So I'm sure that we could talk for hours here and we didn't even get into the SDK and the cloud and the other stuff. But one more thing about the wallet. Now, just as, a, as an investor, but also as an observer for years since you started, it doesn't seem like you have the marketing push and the big download breeze, use breeze. There's, there isn't a lot of that. There isn't a lot of referral bonuses and tables at the conferences, download Breeze, use Breeze. Breeze is the best mobile app or wallet or whatever people are saying, as opposed to other more recently popular mobile wallets that are really pushing. They're pushing for mm -hmm. downloads, pushing for users. They're posting their metrics all the time. And I know that kind of under the tent and behind the curtain, you are really focusing on the SDK and the other products uh, and services yeah. that Breeze has coming down the line. And we don't have to get into green light and all the technical uh, advances uh, and things that well, that allows. It's part of the story. Uh, uh, the technology, the underlying technology, improving the underlying technology is part of the story for us. I, I implicitly answered this question by saying that the, we use the app as the sandbox. We don't want to be a B2C company. I don't believe in wallet uh, in general. I don't believe we need to buy a Lightning users. I don't believe it, they should use Lightning as a standalone separate application as a wallet. That's not our play. We had, we were forced uh, to release an app uh, to consumers because we wanted to build the technical infrastructure that will allow us to to build the, our SDK, uh, and uh, and I think the entire market is in, in is in a position that there everyone is looking for a product market fit, and and we're part of this this search. Uh, the uh, Lightning is looking for a market for a product market fit, 
then I think the key to find the product market fit is not by doing a standalone app. I'm, by the way, I, it's, it, you, I, I think it's the, it's the same as uh, Noster, for example. Uh, I think it's, it's the wrong play to start and generate a network, a network effect and, and start to attract user to a separate standalone technology. I see Lightning, I see Noster as well as technologies that can integrate into existing solutions. So that's the avenue I'm pursuing. I'm, I'm trying and we're trying at risk to push Lightning into where users already are and not try and convert users from existing solutions to yet another new tech. That's my mindset. And that's why you haven't seen us pushing people uh, for, to adopt the, the, the Breeze wallet. And we didn't buy users and we didn't buy downloads and we didn't, uh, we didn't, uh, did the raffles or prizes for people using lightning. I think that's the wrong way to go about lightning. I don't think that's the right play. I think the right place to take the lightning technology to integrate it into existing solutions instead of trying to create yet another wallet, yet another app, yet another client. Okay, final words on the wallet. Besides, to anyone who may be listening, if you don't have the Breeze wallet or haven't used it in years, please download it and have some fun with it. That's number one. But do your fees, do the fees for the Breeze app compete and compare with a lot of the other fees that are out there in terms of Wallet of Satoshi or some of these others, are they slightly better? Or are they basically the same? And by the way, when you're using a phone app, and I probably have nine phone apps that you play around with, I'm sure you have nine Bitcoin apps on your phone as well that you play around with. The fees aren't always necessarily transparent. Sometimes it's nominal for Lightning stuff. You don't really think about it. But sometimes it's not like an on-chain transaction through Wall to Satoshi, depending on what you're doing, can be pretty meaningful, actually. Are the fees with Breeze roughly the same? So we, unlike custodial solutions, we charge a fee when there's lack of inbound liquidity. So when you need to open a channel, we charge a fee because it, that's the difference. That's the, the, the difference in the model between custodial and non-custodial solutions. But uh, roughly, when it comes to on-chain transactions, for example, sometimes our fees are better than Wallet of Satoshi. Uh, Wallet of Satoshi, if I remember correctly, they take 0.3% on every on-chain transactions, on every on-chain transaction. Our on-chain transaction can sometimes be uh, free uh, if you have enough inbound liquidity. So you've mentioned the, the implicit uh, fees that you see in, in various wallets. The good things about uh, the good thing about Breeze is that we're very transparent and explicit with our fees. So you, when you're shown when a Bitcoin address is displayed or a Lightning invoice is displayed, you're gonna you're gonna see exactly what the fee is gonna be. And so you can compare and you can use custodial. So if you're if you are okay with using custodial solution, use a custodial solution. All right. So uh, let's let's chat about the SDK now. What is an SDK, okay? Is it a way for developers, okay, to easily integrate Lightning payments, all right, into their apps? 
Is that a drag and drop type of solution coming from the guy who can't build anything? And this is really where your focus is. Before we get too deep into it, do you want to talk about why you decided to go more into in this direction with Breeze Technology? Yeah, de de definitely. So what we've what we've seen with the, our point of sale solution and the and our podcast player, every time we've added the new app and new experience to Breeze, we grew by 10x. Uh, in the number of users, the number of transactions. Uh, so we came to a very simple realization that applications are the key for adoption. Uh, we had to decide uh, whether Breeze would be like a Swiss army knife, but where we keep adding new experience to Breeze and Breeze will be like the jack of all trade, or we could actually expose the Breeze infrastructure as an SDK, as a software developer kit, and allow us and other developers to build applications on top of the Breeze SDK. Because what I don't think our user experience is optimal right now. I think if Breeze were, if we were serious about our point of sale solution, we need to spin off the point of sale into a separate app, into a separate app. Same goes for the podcast player. Like if we were serious about our podcasting uh, player, about our podcast player, about the podcasting solution. We need to spin off the podcast uh, player to a separate app and build a podcast app, build a, a Square-like uh, merchant app. Uh, and in order to do that, we needed an infrastructure that allows you to have uh, multiple uh, apps using non-custodial lightning. Uh, and even allow all these apps to interact with the same balance, with the same Satoshis. And, and that's why we've decided uh, to build the Breeze SDK. It's, uh, it, it really enables us uh, to spin off the internal application to separate app, apps. And, it, it, and more, more importantly, it will allow any developer and any vendors that want to integrate Lightning payments into their own uh, solutions to just use the Bridge SDK. Uh, so luckily, Mike, uh, you can use the Bridge SDK as well, even uh, without the coding knowledge, because uh, everyone is coding, uh, definitely my team, everyone is coding using chat GPT. Uh, but seriously, it's a few lines of code. And the barrier of entry is very low for any developer uh, to just use the Breeze SDK and integrate Lightning Payments into their apps. Uh, the Breeze SDK is built on top of the Greenlight uh, uh, infrastructure. The Greenlight infrastructure is a, is a cloud environment from Logstream that allows you to run a node, a, a Lightning node in the cloud while keeping the keys in your control. Uh, so it's a hybrid model where the, the keys to the Lightning no node always reside on the Breeze SDK, meaning inside the mobile device, but the node is running in the cloud. That means that multiple applications and multiple devices can access the same node. Uh, and I think this user experience where you can interact with the same node from multiple devices and multiple applications uh, really gets Lightning to be on par with what the CF uh, solutions uh, has to offer. 
Uh, so I'm very excited about delivering that uh, to market. I think uh, the fragmented user experience that we have now, where you have uh, some Satoshis in, in Sucker News and some Satoshis in Fountain, you have some Satoshis at Vries and some Satoshis at, at Phoenix. That's really, uh, this, this jointed experience is really uh, damaging for Lightning. It really makes it challenging for regular applications to integrate Lightning into their solutions. Well, yeah, not only that, that, that fragmented, that's going to lead to a lot of lost, more lost Bitcoin, in my opinion. Okay, so the nitty gritty on the SDK. Now, how does Breeze monetize the SDK? Does it cost money to use it? Is it a percentage of a fee or how, and... How closely do you work with those partners who express inbound interest in wanting to use the Breeze SDK to build? Are you handholding them through this process? Is it, here's the GitHub, here you go, do your thing, let me know if you have problems? How does that process look? Uh, great questions. So let's uh, touch on the business model and then we'll talk about uh, the, the design partner process. So when it comes to the business model, we're just augmenting the, the magic of the Breeze SDK is that we're just uh, replicating and augmenting the same model of the Breeze app. Uh, so it should be to B2C model where we monetize Lightning transactions. So developers don't need to pay anything in order to use our SDK. It's the end user that pays Lightning fees when they execute Lightning transactions. Uh, so if you think about the, the Breeze SDK, there are four pillars to the Breeze SDK. Uh, it takes care, it's an, an holistic, uh, one-stop shop, uh, dropping solution for all your lightning needs. So lightning for the non-technical users, it, it's all like a big blur or like a, just a black box of tech, but there's a lot of components that are required if you need to build your own lightning solution. And there, there's a good reason there's only uh, non-custodial lightning apps out there. Uh, that's because doing non-custodial payments uh, is very uh, difficult. Uh, and we provide our infrastructure, our non-custodial lightning infrastructure as a service uh, for developers. And so developers don't need to know about the underlying tech, they just need to use our code in order to facilitate the lightning payments. Under the hood, uh, behind the scenes, there are four pillars, four services that we provide, uh, major services. There are a lot of services uh, uh, that include LNURL and Fiat Torrent, but the four major services are end user nodes. Uh, we provide the node, the end user node infrastructure. We provide the liquidity, the LSV services. We provide the swap services on-chain, uh, off-chain interoperability, meaning you can on-ramp and off-ramp uh, from layer one, from the chain. And we provide, uh, via third parties, we pro provide uh, on-ramps and off-ramps. Uh, and you get uh, all this as a holistic solution when you use the Bridge SDK. We monetize the Bridge SDK in the same manner we monetize the Bridge app. Every Lightning transaction is translated to a to a revenue on our end by charging a lightning fee. So the more developers we, uh, we have integrating our solutions, 
the more users we have, the more throughput we process, the more revenue we generate. Uh, now to your second question about uh, the design partner process. Uh, yes, uh, we are currently handholding uh, our uh, design partners. Firstly, because we want to validate the product. We want to validate the solution. We want to make sure we have the right solution. Uh, and we want their feedback in order to optimize and improve our solution. And we're doing that right now. Like the SDK isn't stable. If you take a look at our GitHub uh, right now, you'll see a lot of commits, including in the interface. The, inter the interface keeps changing based on uh, customer feedback. So that's the stage that we are, uh, we are at. Uh, uh, surprisingly enough, there, there are some design partners where we just give them uh, uh, access to the SDK and they're coming back to you with a fully featured solution uh, without even discussing with them. Uh, it happens, but we seek interaction right now. Uh, so the way it typically works is that if the, there's a design partner that is interested in, uh, in integrating the Bridges DK, they, we open a mutual Slack connect channels. We bring our team, they bring their developers and we collaborate on any issues that arise and, or any feedback that they have on the process. A few hours, uh, a few days or a few weeks uh, to integrate the process SDK, depending on the level of the developers and depending on the maturity of our offerings. So for in some cases, uh, Specifically, when it comes to language, to programming language binding, some languages are being uh, used, more frequently used than others. For example, most of the developers are using React Native, but we had some cases recently where C-sharp developers want to, to use the Bridge SDK. Uh, and in that cases, it's not, uh, the Bridge SDK is not as battle tested as uh, the React Native one. Uh, so it depends, but it's dramatically uh, cheaper, easier, uh, seamless uh, to to integrate the Prisus DK than like other solutions. So this is mainly what I wanted to try and put on some of our people's radars. Our use cases. Now this is from a PDF that I hope you don't mind me sharing. I've had it for a little while now, but. Now, I don't think it's a, a secret what you're up to, but no. so this is not on your website. Okay. As far as use cases and I love Roy. All right. And I love Breeze and we can only do so much, right? We're little guys. The easy layups are, Hey, here's a DCA exchange in XYZ country. They're on chain only. We're in a high fee environment. So there's even more, more incentive to add lightning, but maybe they've been putting it off for years or all Bitcoin companies right now. Okay. So you don't need to explain to a Bitcoin company why they need to add lightning, they just mm -hmm. need to do it. But as far as other use cases outside of Bitcoin, and you're also always using the word apps here, does this work outside of an app? Is it a browser extension? Is it uh, an online checkout system, something like a Poshmark or an eBay, are they potential customers of the future, even though it's not app-based? And then if you could talk about a few of the use cases outside of the companies we all know and love, right? Where 
the big elephants, the big opportunities that you see in the future? Yeah. So we asked a lot of questions. Let's, let's try to, <laughs> let's try to, uh, to get to them one by one. So yes, definitely the low hanging fruit right now is for Bitcoin companies and vendors that already offer Bitcoin on-chain services, and they want to add lightning capabilities. They can do that using the Breeze SDK. Uh, by the way, not just Bitcoin companies, but also crypto uh, companies. There are crypto wallets out there uh, that already support Bitcoin, and we want to enable them to use uh, lightning and they can do that using uh, the Breeze SDK. So the, the Breeze's decay is best fit when uh, there's a need for non-custodial, uh, for a non-custodial solution. We can talk about the advantages and the benefits of a non-custodial solution, but mainly it's no KYC, no AML, no money license transmitter, no transmitter license that you need to have in order to build a, a, a solution that transfer value from one to another. Uh, all of these use cases can be uh, augmented and supported using the Breeze. Uh, uh, and definitely a lot of our design partners are companies and vendors that already support Bitcoin on-chain and want to add lightning capabilities. It can be Bitcoin brokers, it can be uh, Bitcoin exchanges, it can be uh, wallets, uh, mobile wallets, hardware wallets, etc. Now you asked about apps. The Breezes Decay is agnostic to the, the notion of an app. The Breezes Decay can run as part of a mobile application, but you can use the, the Breezes Decay also in a server environment, or you can use the Breezes Decay in a desktop environment. But what I want to emphasize is the Breezes Decay represent one node. So when you use the Breezes Decay as a user, you run a lightning node. So it's not meant to, to create a solution like Ellen Beach or Wallet of Satoshi, where you have multiple users using the same node. Uh, but any app, a web app is also an app. Uh, any, any app, server-side app that wants to accept and send lightning payments can do so using the Breeze SDK. The, the value proposition, the, 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 the real differentiator of the Breeze SDK is not when you need a single node, is when you want to provide your customers a, 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 an access to a Lightning node. Uh, so if you want, so the reason the, 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 this PDF and the use cases that we're focused on are, are focused on mobile applications because mobile applications are a very a nice vehicle to uh, allow your users to participate in the Lightning Network. Uh, it's hard to do, it's harder to do using a Chrome extension, although it's feasible. Uh, and we see with uh, Mutiny, for example, that it is also feasible to do using a, a WebAssembly, using a, a client-side technology in the web browser and this is something we're looking to support, but it's not yet supported in the Bridges Decay. Uh, so the reason we're focused on mobile use cases is because that's the real differentiation of the Bridges Decay. Because we allow uh, to onboard uh, the, the B2C part of the B2C bis uh, business 
we allow we allow businesses to onboard their customers to Lightning Network very easily. So, when you think about the the largest companies, Fortune 500 companies, things like Uber, Uber, TikTok, these type of monsters. I don't know, maybe yep. Netflix. Eventually, they will all become. They will all integrate Bitcoin. Okay, and, and I I can't yeah. see something I can't see something like Netflix starting with just on chain, or maybe something like a Bank of America, when they do finally dip their toe in. Where are they going to start? How could an Uber possible? Which, by the way, it would be it's like a no brainer for a ride sharing app to to run on Lightning. But how do you see it when you're in the shower, in bed late at night, thinking about the future? How do you see some of these unfolding? And when you're doing your sales, are you looking globally? Maybe a super app in Latin America that wants to add Bitcoin, their DoorDash down there, they're those type of things. Are you all I, over? I love the marketplace. I call them the marketplace uh, use cases. So I think... Uh, TikTok is my, my, my wet dream. If you're asking me what I'm dreaming at night, I'm dreaming on the future of a peer-to-peer economy. And the best manifestation of a peer-to-peer economy is an application like TikTok, where users can send payments to other, one TikToker can send a payment to another TikToker globally without borders, Without K, without AML, without KYC. That's my dream. Uh, so all these uh, marketplaces that bring users together and you can monetize the relationship between the, the participant of the app. That's my dream use case. So you have that with Uber. You have that with, uh, you have that with uh, TikTok. You have that, uh, you, you slightly less uh, have that in Netflix. Netflix isn't really a marketplace. It's more of a vendor that's trying to monetize it, it, its own services. So I think the peer-to-peer economy, the, the embodiment of, uh, of the peer-to-peer economy really comes to life in these marketplaces, the use cases. Uh, so I love uh, these use cases and that's the holy grail. Uh, and in order to get to the holy grail, uh, we need to cross the chasm uh, and the chasm is by uh, starting with uh, implementing a peer-to-peer technologies in the Bitcoin space, in the crypto space and in new emerging mainstream applications. So the main, so we talked about uh, some of the Bitcoin use cases like uh, wallets, uh, like uh, brokers. Uh, I think we have the same use cases when it comes to crypto. When it comes to uh, mainstream applications, I think uh, social networks uh, and their applications are low-hanging fruits. Uh, we see games. Uh, we see a lot of interest from game developers to integrate uh, Lightning Payments because it's also a marketplace of gamers and uh, these games. Uh, and we see and we see content curation apps. So there are apps that wants to have user-generated content around video, around audiobooks, around music, and all these use cases 
fits very naturally into the peer-to-peer -peer economy, and you can support these use cases using the Breeze SDK. Okay. The easy layups, and many of them are companies that we invested in. I don't understand what the holdup is or what their excuses are, but things like Amber in Australia, that's uh, probably the most popular Australian exchange, Bitcoin only, no lightning. What's the holdup? Swan Bitcoin, everyone loves them. I'm a customer. I buy every day. Uh, I love Swan. We invested three times. No lightning. Beaver Bitcoin in Canada, relatively new Bitcoin exchange, DCA app, doing incredible. Same deal, right? On-chain only. Relay in, in Switzerland. Julian, love him. Forbes, 30 under 30. He's such a great guy. I say kid because you and I, Roy, we're old. Relay's a, Relay's a monster. They're doing incredibly well out there. No Relay right are amazing. Relays are amazing. And I think all the names that you've mentioned will support Lightning. Hoddle for crying. Hoddle, come on. Roy, I got Roy Scheinfeld hey. right here with the drag and drop tool. Easy, can't be any easier. What's the excuses here? That, that's our job. Our job is not is to not give uh, these companies and vendor excuses to not supporting Lightning. That's on us. Uh, we're talking with some of the companies that you've mentioned, and I think uh, we'll see them starting to support Lightning uh, soon. I'm not sure all of them will use the Breeze SDK, but uh, the Breeze SDK has uh, one clear advantage over other solutions. But if you're going to use the Breeze SDK, it will be interoperable with all the other apps that are using the Breeze SDK, uh, meaning uh, if you have a broker app uh, and the, the app to accept uh, a DCA from a specific broker, then uh, you'll be able to use the same uh, node in order to send payment through the Breeze wallet. Or you'll be able to charge your EV, your electric car using Satimoto. Or you'll be able to uh, work with uh, the green wallet from Blockstream. All these apps will be interoperable. Uh, so that's the future we want to build. And I'm sure we need to differentiate between brokers and exchanges, by the way. Uh, brokers, non-custodial solutions that want to transfer the funds to the custody of the end users are a classic fit for the Breeze SDK. Uh, exchanges uh, uh, want to retain custody. Well, I don't know, may, most likely want to retain custody uh, over user funds might not be the ideal fit because then all they need to do is just provide an account access and provide lightning capabilities in the exchange. But, but if they're not interested in relinquishing custody, then they don't have to use the Breeze SDK. The Breeze SDK comes to play when they uh, want to give uh, users the custody over their funds, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And we're hitting an hour here and I've been told by our magic producers that I should keep these things shorter. I do have one more thing to, to chat about, and that is the, the competition and not all SDKs are created equal. Uh, as you said, there maybe some competitive advantages to working with yourself versus some of the others that are out there. 
what are the main differences? Are there many main differences not to trash talk or bring anyone else that might be uh, in this space down? But how do you see the whole landscape of competitors and people who are also uh, trying to do what you're doing right now? Uh, first, it's great that there, there is a competition. It means that there is a market, uh, which is great. I think you, you can, uh, we have two types of competitors. Uh, uh, one type is custodial uh, solutions. So you, for example, you can use Strike or River or Zebedee. Uh, you can use their API in order to facilitate lightning payments. So that's uh, one type of competition. Uh, you can, you of course rely on a custodial solution and you can, you of course rely on a proprietary uh, vendor to facilitate in, in, in to facilitate your uh, transactions and your, your uh, need to, to, to restrict yourselves to the territories and to their regulatory landscape that the third party solution supports. Uh, I'm not sure what's the state in New York right now. So most custodial solutions don't even work in New York, for example, or Strike, for example, supports, uh, uh, I think, uh, the global South, but uh, they don't support uh, Western Europe uh, yet, or Eastern Europe at all, or, or Asia. Uh, so you need, when you choose a custodial solution, first you need to uh, choose your vendor well, and your need to understand that you're locking yourself to a specific vendor and you need to understand that you rely on a custodial solution that this vendor provide, meaning there are KYC AML restriction that you need to be aware of when you're choosing a third party solution. Uh, now, when it comes to non custodial solutions, uh, you can either use uh, the Breeze SDK or you can use uh, your or you can use uh, other open source software like LDK, which is a great, uh, which is a great uh, end user node software, but then you need to compile the entire stack yourself, meaning you need to use uh, LDK. You need to understand how to use LDK. By the way, they're lowering the barrier of entry in that regard, which is great uh, as well, but you need to, to have an LSP solution. You need to have a, a swap solution. Uh, and so I, I, I would say the barrier of entry of uh, creating an holistic solution using LDK, it's still uh, pretty high. Uh, uh, with the, the Breeze SDK, you, you get a one-stop shop for all your lightning needs without thinking about nodes, keys, uh, 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 swap services, fiat on wraps. You get everything, everything is bundled and readily accessible for you. Uh, there's another uh, non-custodial competitor, which I don't even know if it's non-custodial. They claim it's non-custodial, but it's hard to know, which is LightSpark. Uh, the company from Dave Marcus, they uh, released an SDK to the market, which uh, they say, uh, which they say uh, it's uh, non-custodial, but it's not, an, it's not an open source solution. So it's hard to know what they're doing under the hood in breeze. And I think you need to understand the, our DNA breeze is a Bitcoin company, uh, in a sense that everything that we do is very transparent. Uh, everything that we do is open source and we're not vendor locking you uh, to breeze, meaning you can use the breeze SDK without using the breeze services. So you can use the breeze SDK 
uh, and not use our LST service or not use our web service. We don't vendor lock you to breathe. It means you're always, as a developer, you're always in control over your app, no matter what. And you're not dependent, you're not dependent on the single vendor. And by the way, everything we're doing is in order to promote a decentralization and a free market, meaning we provide an LST service in the Breeze SDK. We do it in an open standard that we help promoted. That means that you'll be able to replace the Breeze LST service with another LST service coming from uh, TBD or coming from Synonym. Uh, everything is, uh, is, is we, we allow you the freedom of choice when it comes to the Bridge SDK. The Bridge SDK is just an open source code that, that by default uh, uses the Breeze LSD services and swap services. All right. Awesome. All right. So we're over an hour and let's wrap it up with your travel schedule. Where are you going to be on the second half of the year? Are you going to El Salvador again in November? Will you be at Baltic? Are you? Are you doing El Salvador? It's easier for me coming from Miami. That's a real easy trip for me. And uh, I'll probably FOMO in at the last minute. It was just really great last year. Yeah, it was amazing. I'll definitely do the Honey Badger. Uh, I'll be in Riga uh, in September. I'll do Nashville mid-September. And I'm not sure about Nashville. What is in Nashville mid-September? I'm going to the Bitcoin Park in September. For what purpose? Meeting, uh, like talking lightning, and then meet 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 with the people from the Bitcoin Park. Oh, so they're doing like an event? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Riga, that's going to be great. Bitcoin Park. They're. I can't believe you're coming all the way here to the U.S. Not the September. first time, Mike. That, I know, but that's a hike. That's a hike. Okay. And then Amsterdam, maybe Bitcoin Amsterdam. No, I don't not, think not this. Time. No, uh, we'll send, maybe we'll send uh, people from Breeze, but I'm personally, I'm not going to be in uh, Amsterdam. Uh, I'm still thinking about adopting Bitcoin, but uh, it's, you, as you said, like it's a challenge commuting from Israel. Yeah. I hope we can do that again and adopting this year. All right. Cool. You heard it here. From my man, the real Roy King, and the yes. real king only. The real king only. It's a king only. It's a song by the Twilight Singers, with a band which I like. Everyone okay. is laughing. Everyone is stuck with their handle that they came up with when they were sixteen. That's the. That's where the king only comes from. Okay, that's good to know. I also want to know why Breeze doesn't have an e on the end of it. SEO, that's easy. Like you, you need to nice. And shout out to Sam, who's been amazing uh, helping us with with the Breeze merch. Uh, so yeah, Breeze is spelled uniquely in order to differentiate us with the regular normal English word. Though. All right, and uh, if you haven't read Roy's writings here on Medium, his last one. It's about a month old, and he chimed in on his opinion on ordinals and all of that fun stuff. But there's a ton in here to go through. 
and it's been great to watch it develop over the years. So anyway, Roy, thanks for hanging out and all that good stuff. And if you're building on Lightning, reach out to Roy as breeze.technology to get you started with whatever you're doing. And we will keep you posted on his progress. He closed a nice big round about half a year ago that he announced with a nice big press release. Got some all-star investors in there. We're lucky to participate. And I'm glad that we finally got something in our archives, Roy. So thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Mike. I'm very excited about our, the, the progress. Like there's, a, been a, there, there's always fun about Lightning, but I think that if someone is watching closely uh, and, and, and seeing the development of the ecosystem, they see the, 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 the huge progress that we were able to make in the past uh, couple of years. And I think we're the different uh, place, different stage where we were last, uh, when we were last year. Uh, I'm very excited about the development at Breeze. I'm very excited to see the first solutions that are building on top of the Breeze SDK uh, coming, uh, coming out uh, to the market. And I'm super excited to see what you all think about that. All right. And if you're looking to add lightning, okay, there's no excuses here, especially if you're one of our portfolio companies, what are you waiting for? Or even if you're not one of our portfolio companies, things like Lolly. Why doesn't Lolly have lightning? You can call Roy Scheinfeld. His number's below. All right, Roy, we'll talk to you again. Thank you so much, Mike. Bye, buddy.